listening to Enlivening Musings, a podcast to enhance your life so you live fully alive. Sponsored by the Pleasure Fairy app. Download it for more support. Welcome to Enlivening Musings. I'm Crystal. And I'm Katie. And today we're going to talk about repressions and blocks, things that show up that stop us from living fully alive, being connected to our arrows, being connected to our harmony, being connected to our centeredness, all of those things. (sighs) Where do we begin? I mean, goodness, Mm -hmm. there are so many. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I think it, it comes up in so many different ways and I always am just really curious about it. You know, it's easier to see in other people, of course, right. Than in ourselves. (laughs) Like, Why are they resisting that? Why are they, um, repressing themselves in this way? Unless it's really in your face, you know, like you're saying, they're like, why can I not make money? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, I have some block somewhere. Why am I resisting receiving? Ah. Yeah. Or well, whatever. I, I mean, mean, that's just an example. Resisting receiving. Right, like, right. That's the biggest thing, I think, for everyone, especially for women. You know, oh my gosh, that's come up for me big time recently. About, I mean, we've talked about some stuff, too. That's just like, wow, I was just having a really hard time with a change. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just can't accept this. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when we think about that in the big picture, you know, our blocks and okay, so thinking about receiving, just even using that, I know we've done like episodes about (laughs) blocks to receiving specifically, um, but that ties into even being able to be aligned and to be fully ourselves and to even be in our yin essence or a feminine essence which we don't have to be in all the time we're both yin and yang and even when you're in yin you have components of yang and da 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 um and with all of that that ability to receive when that's blocked it makes it really hard to connect to any of that type of stuff And so I think about where I'm trying to go with all of this (laughs) all of the blocks and things they we have our egoic ones that started, you know, when we were in infancy. But then we have all of this stuff outside, you know, you think of and I was kind of saying this to Katie before we just started when you're in different locations around the world or just around the United States I still feel it and see it. It's just different. It's different how it shows up where you either could feel the judgments or you feel the way people perceive themselves or you feel Mm -hmm. the way that you're supposed to show up. Like even even within um, a community, like I think about a little bit right now, like San Francisco, that community has all these different neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And each neighborhood, each area has its own flavor, mm-hmm. you know? And so depending on where you are as a person, <laughs> so could be your age, could be male or female, could be your ethnicity, could be who knows, like all mm-hmm. these things, 
all of that plays a factor. Mm -hmm. And then you've got your location. Yeah. And what's there. And all of that plays a factor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. It's interesting. It makes me laugh because I think about just even different neighborhoods. Like I think of in the Minneapolis area. So because mm-hmm. we're in the Midwest of like everyone in this, everyone that knows of Minneapolis knows what uptown is like. And that's where you're going to see everyone tattooed and piercings and that whole hipster vibe. And it's, it's funny because when you come in from the outside, you're just like, wow, I'm, I, you know, and I'm in Fargo, which is very, Fargo has its own look mm-hmm. and I have the Fargo look. It's funny to me now because mm-hmm. I know I have, it's like moved to Fargo. I got my North Face jacket. I got my Sorel boots. I got my Ugg boots. You know, I have some of its gear you need to survive the winter. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's so funny that all these different areas yeah, you kind of just start to y'all look the same. Yeah, you kind of morph and <laughs> you morph into it. And then sometimes even thinking, oh, I'm in this holistic world. I need to dress or act a certain way too becomes a thing, which oh, I kind of sure. broke through myself. And I was like, I'm not going to subscribe to that. I can just be me. Right. And that's what it's all about. So, um, hmm. It's all about just being you and being into your sovereign self. And that's where you're going to find what your particular blocks are, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Like by tuning into yourself, you're going to be putting yourself first where you're like, no, this is who I am. And so it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what my profession says or what this group that I'm in says or this location norm um, is by tuning into your own self and I guess right now when I'm sitting with this topic my question and who knows where this is going to go so my question is this to all of you listening and then it's also to Katie and to myself is what do you need to bridge that gap of being so stuck in maintaining, keeping up with the Joneses, right? In Mm -hmm. doing all of this stuff to actually tuning in and tapping into your sovereignty, your wildness, your essence, and all that is you. And that's when we talk about your centeredness and your living in connection with your Eros. If you are unsure what Eros is. We have a previous episode about that. Um, You know, what is it that will help you bridge that gap or unlock that? You know, because we've all Mm -hmm. had our own journeys with Mm -hmm. it. I, I mean, mine goes way back. Like I was, it was before I was in high school. I had a situation where I was kind of getting to be friends with more popular people and then they all like turned on me and called me a witch like literally so (laughs) here's my thing you know Uh, and now I fully embody being a witch right I'm like yes I am totally a witch I love (laughs) this this is who I am it's pure magic with the world right Mm -hmm. um and at that time I literally lost like all my friends, but like two. And so I was on my own and I figured out who I was before going into high school. And so it was like, that was my big 
thing. Mm-hmm. Like being able to shed the layers of kind of caring. And then different layers of that throughout life because stepping into motherhood triggered all of this. It triggered Mm -hmm. like feeling judged by people and how you're supposed to show up and da 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 because as a mom, society puts so much responsibility on you for your kids, right? Like Mm -hmm. so often it's, oh, well, she's not parenting them, right? Or she's not doing the right thing and da 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 And so then I had a whole new level of releasing my own judgment, which then freed me of everybody else's judgments Mm -hmm. as a mom. So again, now I'm back in my power. I'm back in my sovereignty. I'm going to parent how I want to. I'm going, you know, da, da, da. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, no, I think that's interesting because I have like parenting is a huge one, I think, where, you know, and, and in our, in our society too, it's like, once you become a mom, you're supposed to become like Betty Crocker or something. Right. I mean, how dare you be connected to your eros and your sensuality or even be a sexual being? I know. And I think that that's ridiculous. Creates a lot of issues for women because number one, after you give birth, things do often kind of get a little um, muffled down, I guess, all of those because of some of the hormonal changes. No, not for everybody. So I don't want to like put that out there as a thing that people feel, but it's also okay if it does. Um, but if you have that pressure of feeling like now you need to look and act a certain way, plus you do feel different and your partner is often going to look at you different because they're just like, oh my gosh, you just gave birth. And that's the most crazy yeah, <laughs> arrows filled thing in the world. And um, it just creates all these different things coming up. And so if you're not feeling supported and empowered before, I mean, afterwards, Yeah. I mean, think of even how many relationships and marriages just break down after having kids because nothing's the same. Right. Um, And then, yeah, how you're parenting. I mean, Crystal and I are friends, obviously, outside of the podcast. (laughs) And so we're talking about things that come up. And I say a lot of times with my daughter, I'll think, I don't know if this is an okay thing. Like the some a lot of the freedoms I give her, but it feels okay to me. And like, I know her and I trust her and I, but I think like, should this be like the societal pressures of feeling like X, Y, and Z about what it means to raise a child? Right. You know, it's just, it's so interesting how it can make you feel a certain way, like you're doing it wrong. Right. And so (laughs) now now that makes me have two tangents. One is like the wrongness and conquering (laughs) the wrongness Mm -hmm. as in not making yourself wrong anymore. And then the other is, you know, birthing a child is a huge life change where I feel like all of that stuff happens. And then another one I think about is stepping into crone phase Mm -hmm. or after menopause. And so I'm thinking about that, like all of the societal stuff that then tells us how we're supposed to show up, how we're supposed to be. Because I think about, for me, when I'm, I can totally be wearing my sweats and my sweatshirt and be in my body and feeling sexy and awesome. And I can also be wearing a tiny crop top (laughs) and looking like somebody who would sit there and be like, oh my gosh, how dare she wear that? She's that old. (laughs) (laughs) And how silly that is. 
Mm-hmm. Like we're going to stop ourselves from expressing ourselves and being ourselves at a certain age or after a certain life event mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. somebody said that one day. I like, and then society accepted that as like the whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so all of the repression <laughs> of dampening down women and their sensuality and their sexuality, which is their power mm-hmm. to be in our senses. Our sensuality is our power. We're intuitive. We get to move that way. We get to lead our lives that way. And we're just now like breaking through that. And so much of that is so deep seated. If you think about ancestral lineages and you think about the Salem witch trials or any witch trials Mm -hmm. and you think about all of that, like it's literally in our DNA Mm -hmm. that we're having to sit here and shake that off and repattern it and change it for ourselves and for the future generations. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, it's so recent really on the big scheme of things, those levels of extreme, like that quote unquote, like purity, conservative, um, religion dominated upbringing that I mean most people have had in this country up until a few generations ago I mean the vast majority especially in this part of the country in the Midwest and um, you know n- not that all of that's bad but I mean to be honest I think a lot of us can feel the damage that's done mm-hmm. we see it in other people we see it in our clients and our patients of how um, it's just affected their ability to live and feel in their bodies and connect and feel that it's okay to feel the things they feel. I mean, it's just, it's interesting. So I think we're doing a lot of good work. I think, I mean, this generation, we're just really pushing through it, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, and it's not easy, um, but it's cool. It's cool to be a part of it. It's cool to see our children um, living in such a different world with different pressures, but I mean, I was just telling Crystal the other day, like, I love this younger generation. I don't even know what they'd be called, the generation. I forgot. You know? The the one under the millennials. They're just so interesting to me, and they're so amazing and wise and um, open, most of them. I guess maybe it's just the kids that I see and my daughter's friends. They're just really cool and so accepting and um, they really seem to care about each other in a different way and have just a whole new world of things going on or most of them. Cause there's so many of us parents just trying to, yeah. Trying to break, break all of that through these things. And we're still learning. I mean, we all are. That's part of being a human. Well, here under it, but that was something I saw recently is a post about love being a life mission and how many souls are choosing that as a mm-hmm. life mission. Mm-hmm. And so you can tell the difference in how easily our generation could express love and then our parents' generation and then looking at our kids and how easily they can express their feelings in mm-hmm. general, but mm-hmm. especially that of love and compassion and stuff. So I love that. So I think the invitation of this entire (laughs) specific episode is 
to just kind of tune into yourself mm-hmm. and what you desire and looking at all of that, like what's holding you back from any of that and being able to move through those societal hindrances <laughs> mm-hmm. and blockages and finding support, finding I mean, that's one of the reasons I built my app, too, Mm -hmm. the Pleasure Fairy app. Um, You can find it in app stores anywhere. Um, (laughs) But I want more people doing that, and I want that to reach tens of thousands of people so they can be doing that for themselves. And then I want that community. You know, it's more, I feel like the community is bigger for those who choose like the inner circle VIP because you can connect more that'll keep in the low hundreds so that it stays a little bit more, you know, tight knit inner Mm -hmm. circle. And then, you know, you're not alone, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think that's the invitation too, is to like be doing your own work and then to find other people who are doing the same stuff, if it's a pleasure-based practice type thing or if it's a spiritual thing or if it's just breaking through egoic patterns or whatever it is for you, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, and this is such a great year to do that because this is a year that we're all um, in the numerology world. It's a six and it's meant to be a year of deepening your spiritual practice and your just connection to your true self your true self, your higher self, whoever that is for you, whatever that is. Um, so it's a great year. So if people are feeling drawn to that, that's why. Yeah. So it's a great time for us to all just connect into that and feel those, feel the resistance. Yeah. Be curious into those areas, whether you go inside and sometimes I like to be pretend I'm like a little person and like maybe even just walk around those areas of my body where I'm feeling physical resistance or pain or um, in a situation too. And just like, I think you were saying the other day of like, follow the why of like, just, okay, and why is that? And just going deeper and deeper and deeper. And usually it's just like this basic, like really, I'm, I'm afraid of being alone or mm-hmm. I'm afraid of getting hurt or, you know, it's all, it always comes back to these like little silly things that we um, internalized when we were little. Right, you know, that's right. not just the cliche, like, and it's, you know, I think you get to the point of spiritual growth where it's like, okay, it's obviously like, it's not my parents fault. I don't feel that right. way at all. It is the human experience that was, we all have our own, those moments where we didn't get everything we needed, but that's for a reason Yep, because that's our journey. That's why we chose to come back and do this again because there was something we didn't get or we just thought it was really fun and we wanted to play the game again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of my philosophy, but a lot of times we've forgotten that. So letting ourselves just kind of be curious and go back into those spaces and kind of unlock them, it can be so freeing. And sometimes you can even just almost like laugh about it because you're like, oh, it was just that. That's so funny that I was feeling all these things because of that and psh, let that go and kind of blow past it move on. I love that. <laughs> I love it so much. And just watching you explain it, I'm just like, yes. It was almost like soothing my whole nervous system, yeah. just being like, yes. <laughs> and embodying the beauty of it all. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. 
Awesome. Well, you can find us on Instagram at Enlivening Musings if you have any sort of requests for us to touch upon any sort of topic for living your most fully alive selves, lives, things. Yes. And you can find me on Instagram at the Crystal Franco. You can download my Pleasure Fairy app. And Katie, you can find at wellnesswithkatie.com. Mm-hmm. And what's your Facebook group? Um, well, my I have a Facebook page, Wellness with Katie, and then I have a subgroup, Pelvic Wellness for Women. That's a private group that anyone can join um, where we just get into a little more like um, female pelvic anatomy and some simple self-care and practices um, to kind of connect in that area a little bit. Um, and then on Instagram, Katie underscore Bradshaw PT. I love it. I love everything you do. I'm so glad you're in my world. (laughs) And I'm so glad all you listeners are in our world as well. And of course, if you know anyone else who needs a bit more of this, please share. And depending on what you're listening on, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, Google Google Music, um, (laughs) you can leave us a lovely review telling us how much you love us. And we'll just...